Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. These podcasts are brought to you in part by our sponsors, who really truly are what make these podcasts possible every week. O'Fallon Nutrition is a company that I've worked with for over 15 years. They're independently owned and operated, located here in O'Fallon, Missouri, right off of Highway K and Mexico Road. I call this place the Whole Foods of St. Charles County, but even if you are not located on this side of the river, it is still worth the drive. I can remember working all the way down at Powerhouse and still sending people out to O'Fallon Nutrition for their supplements. They are more than a supplement company. You can get grass-fed beef, salad dressing, seasoning for your cooking, uh, hair care products, makeup, uh, deodorant, toothpaste, uh, essential oils, and all the vitamins and minerals that you can think of. If you're looking for clean, whole food nutrition, as well as home care, house care, skin care products, O'Fallon Nutrition is your place. You can take a look at them at O'FallonNutrition.com. Or if you'd like to have something shipped, if you're listening to me from outside of St. Louis, you can certainly have items shipped. I know they do free shipping if it's an order over $50. And the phone number is 636-240-5283. Again, it's O'FallonNutrition.com. As well as if um, preparing your food on a weekly basis is your primary excuse for why you're not able to stay on a good clean eating program, which is something that I hear very regularly from my clients, I would ask you to please take the time to check out Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com. They are a phenomenal place. We get our food from there during the week. They deliver to our integrity location. They will deliver to your house. Uh, They also uh, are just available for pickup. You can go to their Chesterfield location or their Kirkwood location and just pick up meals for the day as well as um, just having them delivered right to your door. So if preparing your food is your main excuse for why you cannot stay on a healthy eating program, then I would suggest just stop by Pure Plates. Just try it. If you're trying to lower your blood pressure, you're trying to lower your cholesterol, you're trying to get your blood sugar down, try to do Pure Plates meals for a week and just see how different you feel. These are organic meals. They are gluten-free. If you need them to be, they can be dairy-free. They are soy-free. You're not taking any processed sugars or meat curing agents or preservatives. They really truly believe in nutrient dense meals that are just whole food nutrition. And I've had my clients or I've made recommendations for my clients for years at Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com or you can call them to ask questions at 636-778-3555. Again, remembering that they have a location in Chesterfield as well as in Kirkwood that you can just run by and pick up a meal today. Everyone always asks me where I get my meat from, and given that I really eat meat on a daily basis, um, typically beef primarily, uh, my meat is very important to me. I have an autoimmune condition, and I want grain-free, corn-free meat, and I just haven't found the confidence in stores in knowing that I'm getting 100% grass-fed, grass-finished beef. And I have searched and searched and searched for the right farm, and I have found the farm. It's fedfromthefarm.com, fed, F-E-D, from the farm.com. These 
farmers are amazing. It's a it's it's a family. They're they're here in Missouri and they have the desire just like I do to see people well and to see people healthy and they put a lot into what they do. It's such a wonderful family to support. They do uh, offer 100% grass finished, grass fed, meaning that's it. Uh, a beef and I get my ribeyes, I get uh, you know my ground beef, my ground sirloin, I get my chuck roast. I mean, they basically have everything. They even have awesome jerky, but they also have eggs. They have chickens and they have turkey. I'm planning on getting a turkey uh, for Thanksgiving. And if you'd like lamb, they have that as well. Uh, But if you are in need of good quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef or quality eggs, chicken, turkey, uh, don't don't just settle for what you're getting at the local store. to go out on the internet and check out Fed from the Farm, uh, that you can arrange a pickup or you can have it delivered to your for, for to your home, and I can guarantee you you're going to taste the difference. Uh, for me, it my health actually depends on it, so I really thank God to have found such a great farmer. FedFromTheFarm.com. I hope it blesses you. Welcome to Faith, Fuel, and Fitness, the Integrity Way, with your hosts, John and Debbie Morris from Integrity Training Systems. Hi, everybody. This is Debbie Morris with Integrity Training Systems on Real Talk 93.3. I'm so glad to be in the studio with my husband, John Morris. John, thanks for being here. Hey, yeah, it's been a little bit. It's good to be back. Yeah, I've been missing you. But I've been talking, you know, you know me. I'm able to just yeah. keep it rolling. I've yeah. been here talking for hours. Right, bringing other people. Right. You know. Drew's like, go home, Debbie, stop talking. Um, <laughs> but today today I want to talk a little bit about some foods. You know, we talk about elimination diets, but what I ultimately want to talk about are foods that I just truly feel like Honestly, everyone benefits from eliminating, and it's not always a fun conversation. It's not always a topic that everybody wants to indulge in because they want to be able to continually indulge in these foods. Um, but I just really want to talk about what these foods are doing and the impact that it's over, you know, going to have overall on health, and and really just maybe open the eyes of some folks, you know, and just help them to just get a better understanding of how much their health can change if these things start to be removed. Sure. And I know that you definitely um, have experienced this, not only for yourself, but also for our daughter, Sophie. You've witnessed, uh, you know, transformations in the gym for, what, now, uh, you know, 10 years yeah. that you've been with us. And then, of course, I've been doing it for over 20 years. So you, I would love to get your feedback on it. But, you know, I just want to dive in um, – and, and be real with folks and just talk about some of these foods. The first the first foods that I want to talk about, and I'm just going to actually list them for you um, because you'll prob- I probably shouldn't because you're probably going to turn me off right now just as soon as I say these things. But <laughs> I want you to hang in with me because I want you to understand, just learn about the foods and kind of learn why we would want to take them out. Um, but the con- most concerning foods would be gluten, dairy, corn, soy, peanuts, alcohol, 
and sugar. A lot of times if someone really is having continual gut issues, health issues, skin issues, joint issues, uh, brain issues, mood issues, hormone issues, uh, a combination of all of these items, or they just simply cannot lose weight and they just can't seem to get to the bottom of why they're unable to lose weight. If we start working on these items and then truly provide them with a well-balanced uh, palate, you know, really give them a well-balanced diet that they can follow, their health starts to change. And so I think it's wonderful that we help people lose weight, John, with what we do. But what we really do is we, we really help to change health. You know, well, we get people into a different position with their health. I think when you just listed off some of the things that are affected by the foods that you listed, you know, you'll get people that are like, okay, but that's like everything. You're saying that dairy, soy, gluten, corn, sugar, you're saying that all of that affects everything. Like, okay, it, it really doesn't, it can't affect that much. You're just generically using food as a why that all of these things are going wrong. But the reality is, no, it it's actually the reason all of these things are going wrong. It is an easy fix. And I think that sometimes because it can have a negative impact on so many layers of people's health, people don't want to believe that the food is that impactful because they may have something that they want to stick to. Like, I know you'll get clients that'll come into you and they'll be like, look, I'll eat exactly what you told me to eat, but I have to have half a bottle of red wine every night. It's like, okay, <laughs> right. well, then you're not going to eat exactly what I'm telling you to eat. Right, like, we right. have to take that out. You know, people have their, their fixes, their things that they require. And so... Not only do they not want to give these up, but it becomes difficult to associate that food can have that negative an impact on so many areas. It almost makes it unbelievable because people believe there's got to be more to it yes. than just that food. But we do. You know, we work with people all day long. Our whole drive is to make people healthy. People come to us to lose weight, and that's a proxy. You know, you'll lose weight as your body adjusts to its more proper health, healthy state. But when you chase the health first and you start to realize that these things are bothering you, you start to realize that that is actually a, a major cause of a lot of the problems you walk around with. And when you walk around with these things, you might not be able to associate the problems to the foods. And that's the whole purpose of something like an elimination diet. But what's fascinating to me is using myself as just an example, I lost 100 pounds and I got myself really healthy. And what I would do is I would get sick all the time when I was unhealthy, when very, I was unwell. I would yes. get sick. You know, usually I would have some form of acute or chronic illness. I'd say one out of every four weeks. And, and that's not a joke. I mean, that's a real thing. Yeah, he, I would end would, up with the flu, or I would end up, I would end up with, uh, you know, an upper respiratory infection, or mm -hmm. quote unquote allergies is one that you know people walk around with, and it's just allergies. But you got to ask yourself, why are you having such Where an allergic reaction? From? Right. And even after I got healthy, what I found was I would still about once every six, seven weeks, I would still experience these acute illnesses. But what I was doing is up until probably I'd say the last year, I would still let myself once a week have something that I would justify as a slightly healthier cheat where I would be like, okay, I want to have pizza, so I'm going to have a gluten-free pizza. Then I'm only contending with dairy, the sugar and the sauce, some chemicals, but I'm not contending with the gluten. And I would not get ill. I would not get the next day sickness, feeling bloated, feeling like that wouldn't happen. But I was still getting acute illnesses every 
six, seven weeks because my immune system was having to contend with those. Finally, within the last year, I removed that. I don't have my off meal on my off day anymore. And now it's not like I magically don't get sick anymore, but I'm lengthened to a closer to 8, 10, maybe even 12-week time frame before I get something because my immune system is in such a position that it can combat whatever it is that's coming into my body. Oh, yeah. So that's something that you want to think about is we're not just talking about like a uh, the reaction of what you're having to the food immediately within 24 to 72 hours. You're talking about your immune system staying in a constant state of battle that's causing you to eventually get sick and people will write off, well, no, it's not my food, it's the flu. Right. But you got to ask yourself, why is the flu able to attach to you? Exactly. Like, why why are you not able to fight that? And, you know, why are, why are you dealing with allergies? Now, our daughter uh, last week was uh, kept in the, in the nurse's office for, I think, a full hour because she participated in a gym class and uh, had what they considered an asthma attack in track. And she was so excited because she said she was running really good. Um, but she was dealing with a lot of excess mucus when we sent her to school. And, you know, her doctor basically just calls it allergies. But at the end of the day, where is the allergy coming from? Because when she stays with us for five days, we don't feed her anything that prompts a histamine response. We feed her a very low histamine diet. She doesn't have the excess mucus. And then when she comes back from being away from us, she has all of this excess mucus. Well, she's eating high histamine producing foods. Now, at the end of the day, maybe she did have an asthma attack, okay? she It took her half hour to get her heart rate to go from 150 down to 105. And I'm sure that that was incredibly uncomfortable. But my daughter is really smart. And she just, I mean, she came into my office and she said, yeah, my leaky gut is starting to definitely cause more issues than just my stomach. Right. Like my daughter is 11. And she she just, she said, my leaky gut is causing more issues than just my stomach Which aches. she does have. You know, we've got the blood work that shows that that's something she has. And what's scary is leaky gut didn't used to be something that you identified in people under adulthood. Mm-hmm. It's just been within the past decade or two that they're starting to actually find genetically as well as probably because of what is in our food, uh, this predisposition to leaky gut, which is a catalyst to so many other diseases. Yes, and I diseases. I have leaky gut, you know, so it's like there are things that I have to watch that I consume. So genetically knowing she's predisposed to that and then on top of the type of things that are being consumed on a daily basis, even in our schools or just fast food that is picked up for children, you're starting to see this onset so much earlier, which is just terrible for the future of people's health and wellness. Absolutely. And so when we get into the next segment, what I want to do is break some of those foods down, like very specifically, and just kind of talk about, you know, what we're dealing with and what can happen when you're having those foods. But understanding that we can't just pinpoint uh, you know, symptoms and issues to allergies, to this very vague in parentheses word allergies or irritable bowel syndrome, you know, or chronic fatigue syndrome. All of these are just little little names that we've created for a bank of symptoms that people are experiencing, none of which is getting at the root 
cause of why they're experiencing these symptoms. And so in my daughter's case, she's listened to us talk for so many years. She understands that it isn't just allergies. The allergy is being created and it's manifesting itself from what's actually happening in her gut. This is the depth that we go to with folks for their nutrition and for my six-month nutrition program. For more information on that program, please take a look at us at integritytrainingsystems.com. To schedule a free personal fitness assessment with any of our personal trainers, give us a call at 636-299-2208. And for nutrient-dense, gluten-free, dairy-free baked goods delivered to your doorstep, take a look at us at sophiesbakery.com. Everybody, this is Debbie Morris on Real Talk 93.3 in the studio with my husband John Morris with Integrity Training Systems. Uh, we are talking about some foods and why we would eliminate these foods. Going down the list, gluten. Gluten is in our bread. Unfortunately, our bread is just not made the way, you know, I'm 48 years old. I guess maybe when I was a kid, bread was just made differently. Uh, You could look at the ingredient list and usually, for the most part, pronounce most of the things that were in the bread. Uh, we, We have since added gluten to our foods, and I like to explain gluten to people as if you're just basically adding glue to the food. So when you're taking gluten in, it's like it's like putting gluten in your gut or putting glue in your gut and it really will inflame the body so when i think about gluten i think about inflammation and i mean even all the way up to your brain it will cause brain inflammation i once worked with and i've actually worked with a couple people but i once worked with a client with schizophrenia and the client could not leave the home, I mean, really was not able to work. I mean, it was a very extreme situation. And after changing foods within a three-month period of time, he had a job. He was able to actually go to work every day. And it, it, the biggest impact we made was just taking gluten out of his diet. His brain was just so inflamed. Like there was, there was just simply, there was no way for him to have control. Now, of course, he took out sugar and a couple other items, but gluten will inflame. And it is an addictive substance. It, it will act like an opiate to the body. So if you do a really good job for two weeks, but then you go ahead and allow you know, your child to have something, they're going to go right back into wanting and needing it every single day. If you're an adult and you're really trying to get off of gluten and you really, you really work hard to stay away from it, but then you go to a party and you go ahead and have it, you're setting yourself up to basically feel like you're addicted you know, by the the next five days, because it truly is a physiological shift. It will respond like an opiate to the brain. So your body's going to say, I need gluten, I need gluten, I need gluten. And that's just simply because you had the gluten. Now, dairy is the highest histamine producing food you can have. There is none higher. And that's just dairy that comes from a cow. So there's so many varying reasons why I, I recommend not having dairy. And I mean, Yes, there's hormonal reasons. 
Uh, there's there's just so many different factors of what's being put into our dairy. But the biggest reason is just simply that people are sensitive to it. And you may not test for an allergy to dairy, but that is a different test than a sensitivity to dairy. And so you just have to understand that if you're walking around with a sensitivity, you're building your histamine levels by consuming that food on a regular basis. And now when I get out and I'm in in a moldy environment, when I'm in a pollen environment, you know, when I'm around a dog or whatever the scenario is, now I suddenly am having an allergy to this, okay? I'm creating more mucus. Dairy is going to be what will ultimately really drive mucus production in the body. And it really impacts the immune system because it, it just, if you're, if the inside of you is just full of mucus, when you run across a pathogen, the body's, it's going to get stuck inside. So I just try to, I try to come up with like the easiest way to explain this. It's just going to get stuck. Why is it going to get stuck? Because you're full of mucus on the inside. It's like a sponge to everything. It's just soaking everything in. So you can't just drink a bunch of water and expect that this pathogen is going to be released because you're stuck. It's stuck in there with mucus. And so it, it almost like ferments and creates a virus. It creates infection. And instead of being able to just pass that through your system, drinking plenty of water, you end up with a virus, with a viral infection, uh, with a bunch of, you know, mucus come down your nose, clearing your throat. And then before you know it, it drains down and now you're having a cough and now you're having asthma symptoms, you know, when you're uh, exercising, you know, yes, you may have exercise induced asthma, but why? Why did exercise suddenly start to produce asthma? If at one point of your life, you didn't have exercise-induced asthma, you want to try to just see what could be potentially inflaming those airways. Number one, could it be something structural? Are you too forward shoulder posture? Is your diaphragm compressed? You know, are there reasons why you're not getting the depth of breath that you could or should? Or are these foods that you're bringing in, are they raising the histamine levels in your body and creating a scenario where it's just sort of a perfect storm in there and you're truly just feeling allergic to in the environment, you're feeling allergic to everything. There are a lot of skin issues that are related to dairy. Uh, there's eczema, there's psoriasis, there's acne. I mean, acne is definitely related to dairy. What is going on in your gut will more, and what's happening with your liver will present itself through your skin. Now, corn is definitely a food that you would want to be concerned with. Here's an easy reason why. Corn is like little sugar cubes. So when you eat it, you're going to spike your blood sugar when you eat corn. I wish it wasn't the case. I love corn on the cob. I could eat that all day long. I could have uh, popcorn all day long. I mean, easy. Popcorn's amazing. But at the end of the day, it, it really is going to spike your blood sugar. So that's the first thing because it's going to create inflammation. It's going to spike it. It's going to spike it too high. The other thing is what are they spraying on the corn that you're having? What type of pesticides are you getting with that corn? And I'll tell you what, they spray corn heavily. And I mean heavily to try to make sure that it's not, you know, carrying, I mean, that, that the bugs are not eating it, you know. So corn is a very high histamine producing food. So yes, of course, that means corn syrup. We want to avoid that because it's sugar and it's fake and it's terrible for you. But corn starch, I mean, maltodextrin in your foods if it's derived from corn. So then it becomes more than 
just looking and seeing, I'm not eating corn, okay? If, if your foods have maltodextrin in them, if your foods have erythritol in them, that's a corn-based sugar alcohol. So now you're taking in corn just simply by buying Truvia. Uh, Truvia is marketed as Stevia. It's marketed as the healthier uh, uh, sweetener alternative. But if you look at the ingredients, it has stevia, but it also has erythritol in it. Again, a corn-based sugar alcohol. So this is an example. We've only gone down the list of three very high histamine-producing foods. I really honestly could speak the rest of the show just about those three foods and the different symptoms that can come from it. I know in years past, you know, maybe in the first initial year of our relationship, when we would go to the movies, John would get popcorn and he would get a migraine. The one time he got a migraine in the movie theater right. and we almost had to leave the movie theater and it just, he didn't even enjoy the movie. I don't remember what we watched. Yeah. It's interesting how like even I went to a movie this last weekend or two weekends ago and and it's still a temptation to yes. want to have that. Smells amazing. I didn't have it because I know what happens. But yeah, I had two specific times I can remember in the last decade where I ate popcorn. I drank Mountain Dew, which is just corn, 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 corn. The butter's corn. It's all corn. Right. And within the by the end of the the trailers before the movie even starts, I'm sweating. Yeah. And this is what we do with our six month nutrition program. We really hone. Excuse me. We hone in on these details, and I mean, we take it to the umpteenth degree. We want you to understand what, how food could be impacting your health, and we really want to give you a clear path to we're going to make you feel less inflamed and have lower histamine levels. For more information on our six-month program or personal training with Integrity Training Systems, take a look at us at IntegrityTrainingSystems.com or call us at 636-299-2208. For nutrient-dense, gluten-free, dairy-free baked goods delivered to your door, take a look at sophiesbakery.com. Hi, everybody. This is Debbie Morris with Integrity Training Systems on Real Talk 93.3. I'm in the studio with my husband, John Morris, and we just finished talking gluten, dairy, corn. These are the foods that I feel like if you can get them removed from your diet, those three being the top three for sure, you're going to notice a major, major difference in your health. I mean, it, it, it will really significantly change things. Sadly, a lot of times people just jump right into gluten-free foods, and so it's just kind of like, okay, well, okay, I'm not having this bread, but I'm having this bread. But if we look at the ingredients of that bread, it doesn't necessarily make it a better product. It also doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to lose weight on it because you may be having too much bread or too much. So that's a different show, but we, you know, we need to talk about uh, looking at the macros on things and looking at the ingredients on things and just making sure it makes sense to have that much of it. Now, other foods I recommend uh, avoiding would be soy. Um, soy usually is going to be an estrogen builder in the body and, and not a positive estrogen, but a negative estrogen. Um, soy typically can be a very highly processed food. It also, soybeans can be a highly pesticide-laden food. So soy being a high histamine producing food, if you're dealing with immune issues, you want to avoid soy. And it's an easy thing to avoid. You just don't intentionally do soy milk. You don't intentionally do soybeans. Um, you, you know, you don't 
want to just assume since you're not doing that that you're not having soy though you're not having soy sauce you know you do need to look at the ingredients on your food because even in your vitamins you can see soybean oil you can see soy lecithin i mean there's just no reason to bring the soy in if you can avoid it Um, now another food that i think is very popular that is hard for people to avoid is peanuts Peanuts are like a bean to the body. The body is going to react to a peanut like they would to a bean. Not everyone reacts to beans in a positive fashion, especially if you're dealing with some leaky gut, especially if you have some immune condition, because the body can almost react in a negative way to beans. Well, peanuts are going to be even worse because they are super high histamine producing foods. So they're going to be starchy like a bean where they can spike that blood sugar, but they're also going to increase the histamine levels. So the average person comes in, I mean, they absolutely love peanut butter, but the thing is, is that there's so many alternatives. You know, you're trying to get rid of dairy. You can do cashew milk. You can do almond milk. You can do coconut milk. You're trying to get rid of peanut butter. You can do almond butter. You can do a uh, cashew butter. You know, you have other options. But when we think about peanuts, we also have to think about peanut oil and making sure that we're avoiding that oil because that is a pro-inflammatory oil. And what that means is it is absolutely creating inflammation in the body when you're consuming that oil. So you do not want to have pro-inflammatory oils. Those are cholesterol. They're going to cause more joint pain. They're going to cause more muscle acidity. They're going to cause more uh, gut inflammation. Peanut butter is not the option that you want to give to your kids. You want to stick with almond butter. You want to stick with cashew butter for sure, because it's just going to keep their histamine levels down. Notice that we're building histamine, okay? So if we're not having the gluten, we're not having the dairy, but we're having a bunch of peanuts, you know, and we're not paying attention to what soy's in, and we're having popcorn every day, you may still have issues or allergies, you know, with the peanuts. And we've noticed that uh, with our daughter as well, as she may try to do gluten-free foods, but what's the ingredients in those gluten-free foods? Right. I mean, there's a lot of corn in those gluten-free foods. So they're going to be, you're, you're still going to be having foods that can trigger a high histamine response. Now, the other two foods would be alcohol and sugar. I don't think anyone consumes alcohol and sugar and thinks that they're actually doing themselves a favor. Right. I mean, you know, I don't think anyone thinks it's a healthy food. Yeah, nobody looks at it and believes that this is actually nutritious or going to be properly used for fuel for my body. Right. I just think people like to look at it because of the addictive properties and because of the taste and because of the short-term enjoyment and try to not put blame on it for what they may be experiencing. Right. Alcohol is going to be received by the body like gasoline. I mean, it just simply is a foreign substance and no part of your body is ready for it. And so we're just going to be lucky with the response that we get from it. You know, how hungover are we the next day? You know, how terrible do we feel? So at the end of the day, it is unfortunate, but everyone is going to have a response to alcohol. Now, what the alcohol is combined with is a whole different story. So if we're having a sugary alcohol drink, now we're having a blood sugar response from the sugar, okay? And we're having a reaction to what we're what we're combining the alcohol with. You know, if you are trying to avoid gluten, but you're having beer, you're now having bread. You know, so you're doing a great job of avoiding bread, but not so great of a job in avoiding, you know, the beer. Um, sugar. Now, 
I think, again, we all know that we shouldn't be eating crackers, cookies, and cakes and candy all the time. I get that. But something to take into consideration is fructose, you know, just understanding what fructose is. And that is a sugar that the liver bears all the brunt of. Okay. So it, it's a completely different situation when you're over consuming on fructose. Now, fructose is high fructose corn syrup. Obviously, we don't want to have high fructose corn syrup. That's an, an avoid. Okay. But it's also fruit. And you'll find that you'll find protein bars that are made with figs and dates. You'll find protein bars that are made with honey. Uh, you'll put honey all over things. You'll put agave syrup all over things. Um, well, that's natural, right? It's natural fructose, yes. I mean, a couple tablespoons of honey is basically a daily allotment of fructose. And if you're over-consuming on fructose, you will end up with fatty liver disease and you'll end up with high cholesterol. You will end up overweight. I mean, if you're providing juice to your children, you're basically giving them liquid fructose. Sadly, this is never really talked about. You know, you can go to the pediatrician and honestly, sometimes they will recommend that you give them juice, you know. But then there are plenty of pediatricians out there that are turning a corner and that they are really trying to be more open-minded and they're really trying to take their client's health to a different level. And they're explaining, hey, listen, we know too much about fructose now. You need to not be giving your children, you know, that juice because it's basically sugar without the fiber. I mean, apple juice is like a Coke. You know, if you're giving your kid apple juice, you're basically giving them a Coke. You know, you're having that much sugar in that. And at the end of the day, fructose really is one of the leading causes of fatty liver disease. And it's one of the leading causes of high cholesterol. We recently worked with a child that had high cholesterol. I guess I call him a child, but what is he, 13? 14 now. 14 now. now. Okay, so he came in extremely lethargic, uh, really just down and out, did not feel like going anywhere, doing anything, always kind of wanted to sit in a dark room and play video games. And at the time, the doctor was going to try to put him on a medication, okay, because he had fatty liver disease. And at that young of an age, I mean – at 13, to have fatty liver disease, like this is the type of disease that we're seeing in people that are in their like 60s and 70s, okay, right. but not anymore because we're pounding kids with fructose and not even realizing it. It could be that you're just having too many cliff bars and too many Luna bars, right. and you're honestly thinking that you're doing the right thing by doing those protein bars instead of doing candy bars. But when you really measure what's in them and the reaction that the body's having, it's really not that much different than having the candy bar, unfortunately. So you want to work with understanding the reactions that some of these foods are having. In the case of this child that's 13, it took three months uh, for him to redo his blood work. Now, had they redone the blood work in a month, maybe it would have been fine, you know, but in three months, they redid the blood work. And it was like an astronomical difference. I felt like they said that they were looking for the the liver numbers to be under um, 30. And his at, at the beginning were like 60. And they wanted him to be under 30. And I think that just by changing his food in like a three-month period of time, he had gotten down to like 13. Right. Like he had gotten so low that it was like, it was as if he had never even had the issue before. Yes. 
Now, type 2 diabetes, uh, metabolic syndrome, I mean, just dealing with insulin resistance. Uh, Fructose is one of the leading causes of that. So just eating fruit all throughout your day isn't a good idea either, even though, yes, it is a healthier option. Would I suggest having an apple over a Snickers bar? Absolutely, you know, and I don't demonize fruit, but you do have to have a balance, you know, and what you want to make sure that you're doing is getting enough protein in every day. Protein is going to protect the muscle tissue. It's going to help you to maintain and create muscle tissue, which is what John has done with this young kid. He has trained him and built muscle on him, but the food has allowed him, you know, to be able to yeah, do that. Yeah, I mean, I think that with him, like you said, when he came in, he had no energy. I mean, he had like his eyes were yellowish, you know, his, he was lethargic. He didn't move quickly. When we would work out, it was at a very slow rate and he wouldn't communicate. He would maybe talk a little bit between each individual set. Uh, but after that length of time, that 12 week period he had lost I I don't want to get the numbers wrong but 30 pounds Mm -hmm. or so and the weight was just a byproduct of the rest of his health changing I mean his eye color returned to white his energy level soared he came in and instead of being slow and unable to talk he talks the entire hour now while working out you know it's it's just a completely different energy he's in sports now Um, he's enjoying himself when he is active you know so I think there's kids that are running around and you know their parents may be trying to push them like hey you need to get off your phone and go outside and do something or hey you need to be a little more energetic or hey when I was your age I you know went outside with my friends and rode bikes and did all this and you just sit around all day but we got to ask ourselves like are are they sitting around just because that's the choice of what they want to do or are they actually feeling so bad or so poor based off of what they're consuming that they lack the energy to even do the things that we're suggesting that they do they even lack the 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 mood you know, the capacity with their mood to be able to want to do things. You know, they're dealing with almost like a, a borderline depression because they're just, they just don't feel like doing anything, going anywhere, being around people. You know, they just don't feel good. And food has the capacity to do that. You know, fructose being one of them. But what that mom did was she went home, she took a week off of work, and she overhauled her entire family. They do not consume gluten, they do not consume dairy, corn, soy, peanuts, alcohol sugar, none of it. Obviously, the kids don't consume alcohol, but at the end of the day, (laughs) she removed it all, and it's completely transformed that family. Now, I do want to say, I want to repeat this comment through certification for a functional nutrition coach certification I went through, which is taught by functional medicine doctors. Dr. Mark Hyman stated that one tablespoon of Parmesan cheese can cause a hit that can last for up to two weeks. And his point was... A little bit of gluten, a little bit of dairy, a little bit of corn can go a long way. So when you say you're trying to create balance, you're actually creating an imbalance by continuing to bring a little bit in every two weeks. If you completely eliminate it, and I mean remove it and keep it out and come up with healthier alternatives for how to make a dessert or for how to make a pasta, and I can talk to you about those things, you are going to be in a different position with your health. 
These are the alternatives that we coach you on through our six-month nutrition program. For more information, take a look at us at IntegrityTrainingSystems.com or to schedule a free personal fitness assessment with any of our personal trainers, give us a call at 636-299-2208. And for nutrient-dense, gluten-free, dairy-free baked goods delivered to your door, take a look at us at Sophie'sBakery.com. This is Debbie Morris with Integrity Training Systems on Real Talk 93.3. I'm in the studio with my husband, John Morris, and we have had a great conversation today about, you know, just eliminating foods that can truly uh, trigger disease in the body. And what prompted this was last night I was, you know, in the car for an hour one direction, an hour the other direction, and I was listening to a celebrity nutritionist trainer. You know, she just kind of happened to pop up. I was listening to a podcast. She ended up being the next person that was being interviewed. And I I was somewhat blown away by what she was talking about because I feel like as a nutrition coach, I am often kind of a uniquely different nutrition coach in that I stand on so so strongly that these things are, are, are damaging the body and damaging health. And this woman was really speaking my language and everything that I said, and it just prompted me to think, you know, if she's able to be in Hollywood working with actors and actresses who really kind of have the freedom to you know, kind of buy and do a little bit of whatever they want. And she's committing this topic to them right. so that they can be at their very best. Then we need to be talking about this everywhere. Right. You know, I mean, we all need to be talking about this, but I hate to tell you what not to do and then not give you some ideas of what you could do. Right. Yes. And so I was thinking, John, let's talk about what we eat at our house and like how we've done things. And even, you know, talking about what Jill did with, you know, her kids where, you know, the, the child that had the fatty liver. I mean, she went home and completely cleared out her pantry. Right. And she bought Whole30 cookbooks. She had my cookbook. And she just started writing down what she was going to prepare. She filled up canisters of almond flour and coconut flour. She filled up a canister of ground flax, of chia seeds. Uh, she bought, you know, coconut oil. She bought uh, olive oil, avocado oil. You know, she just figured out what was she going to be able to bake with. She bought pure stevia, you know, and and then and, and applesauce. And she kind of like knew like, okay, I need these in here at all times. Because at any point, if I have a little bit of protein powder and a little bit of this and a little bit of this, we can make something. Well, I think that's the whole point of what you do when you do your nutrition program is you teach people how to live the rest of their life. It's not like, hey, this is a six-month program. Let's see what we can accomplish. And then that's it. It's I'm training you how to live the rest of your life doing these things. And when you look at Sophie's Bakery, the reason Sophie's Bakery even exists is because our own daughter had a situation where they took the naps out at school 
and she went from being able to have a nap in the afternoon to recover to not having it and she was falling asleep and getting tired in her afternoon so the question became what can we fuel her with in the morning to create a situation where she's not falling asleep with the loss of this nap and so a nutrient dense uh, replacement for something that's commonly consumed in the morning which is usually too high of sugar or fake sugar or just crappy ingredients became something that turned into a business for us you know and i even consume those baked goods and what's interesting about that is you know i've talked about this on our show before but i've been addicted to a lot of things in my life i'm a recovered alcoholic i was addicted to painkillers i was addicted to xanax and i consume these things on a daily basis i used to drink between 20 and 24 bottles of beer every day so you want to talk about being addicted to something like i could consume with the best of them and if i didn't have a xanax and i didn't have a percocet every Every day I would be in withdrawals and I've been able to give all of that up in the last decade. I, I've, I, I don't touch that stuff. The problem is that sugar is the one thing I still struggle to not want to consume. So anybody that tries to claim that sugar is not a uh, something that you can be addicted to or have addictive properties, they're wrong. I mean, I stand here before you as someone who is uh, an overcomer of addictions that are commonly looked at as being some of the worst and then still fight the sugar. So my point in saying all of that is I consume our baked goods and I use them as meal replacements at certain times of my day. And they also curb the desire for me to have these crappy ingredient, low quality sugared things that I used to go for, which was the candies on the shelves and the cookies at you know gas stations, things like that. So what you have to learn to do is you have to learn how am I going to nutritionally fuel my body? How am I going to actually ensure that I have the health and energy that I need throughout the day? And then what am I going to do to replace some of these things so that I'm not faltering? And then how do I instill in myself the ability to have the discipline to have success? And that's going to be the containers, the client that we're talking about with our kids. You know, something as simple as knowing that you don't have a pack of Oreos in the closet and that's not going to then be gone for. Right. That's going to be helpful. Knowing that when you go into the cabinet or you go into the pantry, you have the ability to make some of these things. If you know you're a pizza addict and you know you're not going to give that up, you're never giving that up, what is going to be the alternative to that? Every once in a while, we even have those diet pizzas. They're gluten-free. They're dairy-free. You know, So this is going to be an alternative that is going to maybe curb or or satiate a fix, give you a fix on something where you otherwise might go binge or consume something that you shouldn't be having. Absolutely. You know, maybe you want to have breaded chicken. So you use almond flour, you use coconut flour to bread the chicken. You put all the spices on it. You know, you roll it in some egg white and then you roll it in, you know, your flour and then you, you just fry it up just like you would any other piece of chicken. You know, there, there are a lot of different options. You know, if you stock the pantry with plenty of nuts, with, with the almond butter, with the cashew butter, then we're not going for the peanut butter. We're not reaching for that. Well, what, what about my peanut butter sandwich or what about my peanut butter and jelly sandwich? We're going to have a piece of fruit and we're going to, you know, we're going to dip apple into almond butter instead of having the sandwich because you just simply don't need that, you know. But it's learning the options. Whole30 is a great route to go. There's really clean recipes. There's great desserts. I know for us, we've created uh, several cookbooks. I have five cookbooks, but the whole point is just to show you that, you know, with a little bit of this almond flour, a couple of eggs and a few blueberries, we'll put a couple scoops of uh, 
vanilla collagen or egg white protein, vanilla egg white protein in there. Before we know it, we've made a blueberry cake or we've made a blueberry muffin. You know, it, it's just that simple. And what's in that cake or that muffin, there, there's just absolutely nothing that you need to avoid. There's nothing that's going to increase histamine in the body. And it can act as your afternoon snack. It could act as your breakfast. Like it could actually act as your meal so that each day you could have that pumpkin cake or you could have that blueberry cake and think, oh, it feels like I'm having dessert. But what I'm really just having is something that's super nutrient dense and it has plenty of protein in it. It has plenty of quality fat in it. And we've minimized the slow to raise uh, blood sugar items in there by using a blueberry or a strawberry or something like that. So there really truly are so many options to avoiding sugar, so many options to avoiding gluten and dairy, but it, it, it's not easy. Okay. So we don't, we don't expect you to be sitting there thinking, oh, I got this thing in the bag. It's why we do what we do. Yeah, I think that what you want to recognize is there's a difference between the words simple and easy. Simple means that once you've obtained the knowledge and you actually have the expertise or the information on how to do it, the preparation itself is not that complicated. But it isn't easy. You you do have to actually instill the disciplines. You do have to take the time to do the work because there is work to it. But one of the more difficult things is actually sorting through all the information that's out there. And I think that's what's so great about your program, which is why I'm biased now. You know, I left law enforcement to do this with you to help people because I recognize that you have the ability to take that guesswork out for people. In six months, you're going to train them and teach them them how they should be living the rest of their lives. Absolutely. And we we teach you how to set standards for your life, to set boundaries that are healthy and not creating balance with toxins because small amounts of poison is still poison. Poison in moderation is still poisoning your body. Let's create something that doesn't have any toxins in it that you still really enjoy that gives you a clear mind. It doesn't produce pain in your body. It's not producing a histamine build in the body. You're not having an inflammatory response because of your blood sugar. You know, all of this is so important, and that is exactly what I do. I really try to coach you and teach you on the standards, help you to understand how to cook. You know, we, we again, pass along the meal plans and the and the cookbook to you. So there's specific direction for you with my six-month nutrition program. Please take a look at us at IntegrityTrainingSystems.com for more information on on that or on our master's nutrition program, our online cooking courses. We do have online cooking courses that you can download and just sit in the comfort of your own home and learn how to cook in a healthy fashion like this. I think that is a perfect option for you know a mom that's just really trying to figure out what they should do for their family or really anyone for that matter. For information on a free personal fitness assessment with our personal trainers, you can give us a call at 636-299-2208. And for nutrient-dense, gluten-free, dairy-free baked goods delivered to your door, please take a look at sophiesbakery.com. Thank you so much for listening, and God bless.